The subject matter contained in this presentation is based on biblical principles and designed to give you accurate and authoritative information with regard to the subject matter covered. It is provided with the understanding that neither the presenter nor the broadcaster is engaged to render legal, accounting, or other professional advice. Since your situation is fact-dependent, you may wish to additionally seek the services of an appropriately licensed legal, accounting, real estate, or investment professional. No one can serve two masters. He will either hate the one and love the other, or be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you shall eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food, and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds in the sky. They do not sow or reap. They gather nothing into barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are not you more important than they? Can any of you by worrying add a single moment to your lifespan? Why are you anxious about clothes? Learn from the way the wildflowers grow. They do not work or spin, but I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was clothed like one of them. If God so clothes the grass of the field, which grows today and is thrown into the oven tomorrow, will he not much more provide for you, O oh, you of little faith? So do not worry and say, What are we to eat? Or what shall we drink? Or what are we to wear? All these things the pagans seek. Your heavenly Father knows that you need them all. But seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things will be given you besides. Do not worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow will take care of itself. Sufficient for a day is its own evil. This is Medjinomics with a friend of Megagoria. And of course, Matthew 6 talks about money. A lot of people worry today. Are they going to get their 401ks? Are they going to get their retirement? You can guess about that, or you can reason things out biblically that what's going to fall is what is not of God. We're headed on a dead end street right now. And it's showing up everywhere, more every day. James Hammond, CEO of New Generations Research, states, You have an enormous pile of corporate debt that has been accumulating, which the debt and restructuring of the world has been concerned about for a couple of years. And all of a sudden, in the space of almost no time at all, investors are asking questions about the liability of the service debt. This is now everywhere. We're not going to get out of this situation. You're not going to escape it. There's only one way around it, is that you get out of the system. How do you do that? Why do you do that? Because Our Lady has made it perfectly clear 
that the only thing that's going to survive is that which is glorifying God. Did you know back in 1933, virtually the entire U.S. population owned gold and silver? Do you now know what it is in this modern time? Only a few U.S. citizens own physical gold and silver. What's the number? What's the percent? An estimated 1 to 2%. This is a very relative small amount of wealth when you compare it to the degree of wealth of 401ks, pensions, and home equity. Of those three mentioned, is going away. Were people smarter in a common sense back in 1933? You bet they are. But in greed... Your employee gives in the 401k what you put into it, and then the investments as to that, but they're playing with it, and now it's electronic. If you add up all the 401ks and everybody wanted out, you're not going to get it because it's all electronic, and it's going to disappear in a moment. The only way that you can preserve what your life earnings are is to put it in your hands. And that's why we design the miraculous magical around for the purpose of sanctifying what you work for, that when it's dispensed, it will bring conversion. It's sanctifying your life's work, not hoarding, not trying to get something for free, not earned properly, hoping that the stock markets go up where your 401ks and your pensions are, and hoping your home equity go out. Your home equity, you don't buy a house to flip it to make another 100000 to buy a bigger house to make another 100000 You buy your homestead, buy your house, be modest with your income and what you take in, and make a way of life. If you follow the messages, walk in the way of life that a lady gives through the messages, you're glorifying God. Always remember, money's an ornaments. Guns really ain't ornaments that's going to protect you. Your ornaments are not so much your protection as is your way of life is. So you get your way of life, and those ornaments, whether it's money or whatever you do to protect yourself, that brings grace and life to it. We have it the other way around. We have to live for God and how he wants us to live. That's what he's here for. Get out of debt. If you have to use your retirement to do that and get your homestead, this is the moment to do it. Did you know right now there were 500 companies bankrupting? And these are billion-dollar companies like Hertz Rent-A-Car. They've gone under. You would never dream that just two years ago or even a year ago. Blockbusters, Radio Shack, Sears and Roebuck, bankrupt. Advantage Rent-A-Car, Aero Mexico, the airlines, the number one airline in Mexico. Borden Dairy, everybody knows them. What about Briggs and Stratton Engines? They're all going under. It's not enough just to have a company and serve things secularly. You have to make your companies, whoever you are, wherever your position is, CEOs, you better change that company to glorifying God. You need to go from the top to bottom. All your rules, all regulations, all the laws, all these things, you just need to apply 10 commandments to it. 
You want to safeguard your company the best way you can? Be unashamed and say, our company's articles is the Ten Commandments. That'll shock people. That'll turn some people away, but not God. You have to go into your company, do a spiritual audit. Is it glorifying God? Working on Sundays? Forget the prophet. Because if you do work on Sundays, you're forgetting your prophet. You're losing money. And you're losing your company. Wendy's restaurants, they're gone. And the list goes on and on and on. And it's going to continue that way. There's nothing left except those who are standing with God and his two commandments. Well, oh, friend, Mizgore, you're talking about Christianizing everything. You bet I am. The Judeo-Christian values flourishes the culture and protects it. It's not your ornaments you have to put first. It's your way of life that protects you. And that's what lady has been telling us. She's been showing to us. So your first steps is bringing what you've earned into your own hands. Physically, not in the banks. There's so many scams out there to get your money out of the bank so they can get it into their pocket. These con people have been investigated by the FBI and they're overwhelmed with this. But I would add to that that keeping your money in the bank may not be a scam on the surface, but when a crash happens, it's gone, just like there was a scam. So it is a scam in this way. You think they have your money. They don't. They don't even have change now, hardly. You have to take everything you have and put it in your position. In regard to your neighborhood bank, you have the good people, good institutions, but they have no control over the system. And with the system not glorifying God, how are they going to prop it up? FDIC, the insurance, that's not going to be there. There's only a few billion dollars there that cannot cover everybody's account. You get it out. No matter how much you trust the bankers, it's out of their hands. In 2008, we had a big banker call us, and he told me, if Caritas has any funds in the banks, get it out. He says, I've never seen anything like this. At least a 100 banks are going under. And within a month, that happened. But it was not just a 100. There was far more than a 100 financial institutions. But that's just a hiccup to what's coming. Our lady said, let my messages so it'll go well for you. And what we're addressing to you now is for your well-being. Because you've got opportunity in this moment to be in peace and be in a position with our lady and with God driving toward your future. James Hammond, who I've already quoted, said that the bankruptcy filings that we are at the waterfall. And one of the last point on this. Another example is the government revenues took place in 2013 in Cyrus, Greece, when the government placed a significant levy on bank accounts with balances in excess of 100 euros. Billions of dollars were confiscated through this bail-in. Don't think what is godless that there'll be ungodly things taking place because everybody will want to save their neck. 
That said, we encourage you to call Century Silver, address your concerns, grill them hard if you want to, because afterwards you have no argument to stay invested in these 401ks. To contact Century Silver Exchange about the Miraculous Metal Magical Way Around, you can reach us toll-free, 877-936-7686. That's 877-936-7686. You can also email info at centurysilver.com or visit us online, centurysilver.com. Century Silver Exchange is a for-profit subsidiary of Caritasa Birmingham. It bears its own expenses and pays taxes on its income. If there is any income left over at year end, it may make a dividend donation to Caritas to further its mission efforts. So how do we get our head around all this? There is a World Economic Forum. See, it's always economics. That they launched in 1971. That's taking place every year in Davos, Switzerland. There's many, many people doing wicked things so that they can do what they think the world's state should be to improve it, leaving out God's free will for man. They want to navigate a whole new world. They plan to do it by 2020. When Trump was elected in 2016, it disrupted everything, and they're upset. They have a new big plan called Reset. Why is the bankruptcies happening? First of all, the main reason, they don't glorify God. And God lets those elements gain power to do the work for him. So the coronavirus is the driving power of causing these bankruptcies. What is being capitalized by this group of people, the coronavirus is real. But what's not real is how dangerous it is. Yes, some people can die from it, but almost everybody survives it. A very, very high percentage. It's nothing compared to past pandemics. And its continued use is for the purpose to bring the system down so that there can be a new system put in. This is not conspiracy. This is not guessing. You're going to hear the voices Um, Several clips saying exactly what they plan to do. And the powerful motor they're using to make this happen is the coronavirus. That's why they want to stretch it out. They want it to continue. Do you know Switzerland? They did not lock down. They never wore masks. They never told people to do this and stop and go. Don't go this way. Don't six feet away. And they lost people to a peak real quickly. And it went down, and you know where they are right now? Zero. They let nature take its place, and it swept through the population. A huge percentage survived, which shows in past pandemics, far more people have died than they are with coronavirus. But this is manipulated. This is driven to stretch us out, to kill the economy, so the election can be lost by Trump. So the first clip you're going to hear is showing you that they have to scare you. They have to make you be terrified. The people in Switzerland are past that. They just rode the wave through. And it's done. They don't have to do nothing else with it. But see, they really want to keep you constantly into the news that you're about to die. 
and this monster can be slain. It's slain by letting it do its course. Yes, it's real, and it came from China, but at the same time, they're using this completely in the wrong way. So here's Glenn Beck. So what's going on? Why the trickery? Well, the truth is, they need you to be scared. They need the economy to be worse. They need to get Donald Trump out of there because they're about to usher in a new era. They frightened the country into compliance, and now they're beating us over the head if we dare step out of line. And simultaneously, as people began to freely give up their constitutional rights, a wave of civil unrest spread all over the country. Everyone from Marxist leadership of Black Lives Matter and their alliance with both Islamists and anarchists like Antifa, the usual suspects have all been identified, including George Soros. The Fed said this Monday that we have to put the brakes on and shut everything back down. I kid you not. The Fed wants the economic doomsday numbers to come true. Why? Because restarting was never the plan. A great reset is what they planned. Now, what does that mean? Well, I mentioned George Soros earlier and looking into his ties with the current street rioters, and that's what led us to this answer. And it is worse than you can imagine. In our research, we came across a speech that George Soros gave in January of this year. He said this, quote, The problem is that the elections are still 10 months away, and in a revolutionary situation, that is a lifetime, end quote. What revolutionary situation were we in in January? What was he referring to? Because the timing is fascinating. Here it is January, a month before coronavirus, and four months before the death of George Floyd. Did Soros just get lucky? Is he like Karnak? Can he predict the civil unrest that's been going on now for the past three months, months in advance? That's what happened with Trayvon Martin. They grabbed a hold of this, made the narrative, incited people who did not know how to look through the news and see what's happening. And the same thing happened with George Floyd. How does George Soros know this must before? Except they wait for whatever situation they want, and they give the narrative to it. It could have been the next week at another arrest. They can frame these things. They make these things. There's a video that was not released, just like in Rodney King, for those who see it, shows that Floyd was the making of his own demise. Here we have Soros, in his own words, publicly admitting the roaring economy was actually, quote, a problem, and that only a revolution could stop his re-election. There it is, the economy. I've talked to you about Ivanka saying that Satan wants to enslave you through materialism. He's active in this plan. Our system that we have is materialistic to the top. And so, therefore, you can apply to that, that it's not glorifying God, and it's coming down. Now, why do they really want him out? Because Donald Trump stands in the way of this global government. Therefore, Trump is the target. Now... I know this sounds weird, but it gets even weirder when you consider where George Soros was speaking. His speech was in Davos while attending the World Economic Forum. I told you everyone and everything is connected here. It is crazy.
So what is the World Economic Forum? Every year, thousands of the elite of the elite, representing the most powerful businessmen and corporations and governments in the world, meet in Davos, Switzerland, to map out all of the little people's fates. So little people's fate? What is the fate of the schools if the kids are not going to school? What's the fate if they go to school? You understand what's happening? The school system does not glorify God. And everybody on the right and then the right wants the kids back to school. Those in the darkness don't want them at school. Either side of that is the right way. The school system is rotten. It's coming down from kindergarten to the universities. They are full of rot. You're not glorifying God if you don't go to school. Our Lady makes that very clear. October 24th, 1988. Dear children, your mother wants to call you to pray for the young of the whole world. Not part of the world. For the parents of the whole world. So they know how to educate their children. It's not by staying at home. It's not by going to the school systems. She continues, how to educate their children and how to lead them in life with good advice. Don't tell me the school system, teaching all the trash and the garbage that they're doing and the evolution and abomination. That's good advice. Staying home. We have to discover something. We have a little school here called Our Lady's Victory Schoolhouse. That's the answer. If you don't believe it, you come see it. It's 1 through 12th grade, a one-room schoolhouse. That's the answer. Fred and Menjigori, that's not practical. It's practical when a fifth grader can be running a 75,000-pound track hoe or put up fences or do carpentry requiring academics of arithmetic. That includes art. That includes so many variables that you will never get from the public system of first grade to the universities. I'm not bragging about our children and what we have here. I'm advocating to you. There is our answer. And the answer is not staying at the home or going to school. Because it's all going to fall. Every bit of it. Our lady continues after and how to lead them into a life of good advice. Pray to your children the situation That's an important word. The situation of the young is difficult. Help them. Help parents who don't know who give bad advice. See, you're part of a system. You think you're doing a good thing for a child. It's not bad will. It's just bad advice that you've accepted. This is a Greek system instead of the Judeo-Christian system where the parents and like St. Joseph taught Jesus. He got arithmetic, and he got apprenticeship. That's the future. We're going to be opening up our schoolhouse to show people how to do this. We have people calling us now. This is coming, but let's continue this clip. If you want to know why the schools are probably, many of them are not going to open in the fall, if you want to know why you're wearing that dehumanizing face mask, even in your car, look to Davos. Now is a historical moment, a time, not only to fight severe violence, but to shape the system. We have a unique but rapidly shrinking window of opportunity to learn lessons and reset ourselves on a more sustainable path. What is it 
that would make it so that history would look at this crisis as the great opportunity for reset. So they had to reset the system. They plot, they plan with their evil ideas. At the same time, they're accomplishing for the falling apart that doesn't glorify God. So they capitalized on Corona, and it's going to backfire on them. And we know that because Our Lady is here to triumph. And their schemes to use coronavirus to scare us and to mold us and tell us where to go, how to go, and what to go will fall apart when Our Lady triumphs. The Great Reset is a welcome recognition that this human tragedy must be a wake-up call. The world's problems fit on three sides of a triangle. It's one versus many, man versus nature, and the unfortunate foundation is long-term versus short-term. Did you hear that? A triangle? What is a triangle? It's the Trinity. Three in one God. Who you just heard was A.J. Bango, who is a CEO of MasterCard. Interesting. Did you catch what they said? One versus many? And that's in a triangle, a trinity? What is a trinity? The trinity is one God and three persons. So when this man said one versus many, they're referencing God versus mankind. The second side of the triangle is man versus nature. Nature's God over man. And then the foundation of their trinity, long-term versus short-term. So this is a very profound, revealing thing about these people. Remember they said the world's problems fit on three sides of a triangle. Any recovery stimulus should have green conditions attached to it. We have to change our economy dramatically in the next 20 or 30 years, and the next 10 years is absolutely decisive. The recovery has to be greener than any of the previous recoveries. And then we need to couple that with new initiatives to equip more people with the digital skills they'll need. We have to live up to the expectations which we have created, and we will do so. On June 2nd, 2020, the founder now of the World Economic Forum in Davos, Klaus Schwab, wrote an article on their website. He says that COVID pandemic represents a, quote, rare but narrow window of, of opportunity to reflect, reimagine, and reset our world. Again, I come back to what I've already said. First of all, this is not a hoax, but this is not as dangerous of preceding pandemics. And I again repeat, the purpose is to capitalize on it. Use it till your gas tank goes dry. And they're going to go driving with this thing as far as they can with their agenda. The world must act jointly and swiftly, says Mr. Schwab, to, quote, revamp all aspects of our societies and economies from education to social contracts and working conditions. Every country, from the United States to China, must participate, and every industry, from oil and gas to tech, must be transformed, end quote. 
And, of course, Antonio Guterres, the former Prime Minister of Portugal, who's also a Catholic and is now serving as the Secretary General of the United Nations, he's in Davos chiming in as well. A microscopic virus has closed down entire countries and economies. The Great Reset is a welcome recognition that this human tragedy must be a wake-up call. As you rightly say, it is imperative that we reimagine, rebuild, redesign, reinvigorate and rebalance our world. This transformation essentially means that the whole way that we do business, that we live, that we have grown accustomed to in the industrial age, will have to be changed. We will have to leave that behind us in the next 30 years to go. This is why the 2021 Davos Summit now, 2021, it's coming right up after Christmas, the Davos Summit and the Great Reset. They need President Joe the Catholic Biden to hand us, the United States, over to them if he wins this election. This is why they're trying so hard to take Donald Trump down. This is not about COVID anymore. This is about a, a reset of everything. And the United States of America is in the way right now of all of it. So they are destabilizing our entire country. Now you can understand Trump is in the way. So what do you do? A powerful group like this knows that he has to be removed. What's their options? To defeat him in election, steal it? They'll try to do that. And if that doesn't work, they'll kill him. Our Secret Service has never been so busy as they are now. There's so many threats on him. Even recently he says, you won't be seeing much of me. Don't take it for granted that Trump is protected by the Secret Service. I've already told you, it's not your ornaments, it's your way of life. We have to pray for his protection. And not a little way, but in a mighty way. We know there was a shooting just at the White House just a few days ago. The devil is active. Whoever stands in his way, our ladies already said, Satan is committing murder. Those who are the highest profile, making the most of a blockade, has to be eliminated. We just got a feedback. It said that I was Antichrist, along with the community, and that all of you need to be eliminated. Yes, we sent this to the police because this is not the first time we've been threatened. There's actually been some serious things actually stopped that was going to happen. Why is that? Because our ladies give us a strong voice. Expose evil. You're hearing these things now. We continue. But in January, when Donald Trump, I think, really began to see the beast that he was up against, he went to Davos and he stuck a mega finger in their eye. We're committed to conserving the majesty of God's creation and the natural beauty of our world. But to embrace the possibilities of tomorrow, we must reject the perennial prophets of doom and their predictions of the apocalypse. These alarmists always demand the same thing, absolute power to dominate, transform, and control every aspect of our lives. We will never let radical socialists destroy our economy, wreck our country. Two days after Donald Trump gave that speech, George Soros made an emergency intervention at Davos once again, warning that the U.S. 2020 election will determine the, quote, fate of the whole world. 
A week after Davos, we have a U.S. citizen named Jeffrey Sachs. He's an economist. He's at a Vatican gathering. Sitting next to him is Bishop Sarando. He's the chancellor of the Pontifical Academy of Science. I remember when he was appointed this, and I was upset about it because he's in with the whole climate change people, which is fraudulent. And it's proven in the book, Look What Happened While You're Sleeping, very clearly that it's diabolical. What you're going to hear is just a few words about Jeffrey Sachs. He's responding to what Trump just said at Davos, and he exposes as a U.S. citizen that he's totally against his own nation to point that we could say he's a traitor and committing treason. Listen very carefully the month after Donald Trump addressed Davos, here's what Jeffrey Sachs had to say in response. And it is a dangerous country right now. It will be absolutely dangerous if Trump wins re-election. In November of 2019, again, right before COVID landed, Trump went to the UN and he declared war on globalism. Wise leaders always put the good of their own people and their own country first. The future does not belong to globalists. The future belongs to patriots. And shortly after the speech at the UN, Donald Trump delivered the coronavirus was unleashed on the world and Trump's booming U.S. economy went on life support. You cannot deny the timing. Trump says that and coronavirus explodes across the world. This is the devil's too. Remember, we've talked about it. Maria herself says the coronavirus is diabolical. But at the same time, it's tearing everything down that doesn't glorify God. Go back to the scenario. Don't stay home from school. Don't go to school. What's wrong? The whole education system. The messages of Our Lady is to give you wisdom, clarity, to see truth. Because many people, many good people, are believing the wrong things and walking the wrong path. You have to fast. You have to pray three hours a day. You have to read the scriptures. You have to adjust your life. You have to change your life. And you have to change direction. Our Lady literally said that. Change the direction of your life. Actually, she says you must. You want to wait? I've had people tell me, well, when everything's happened, I'm going to do it. You will not have the capability in the dry wood that you will have in the green wood. You can do things now in two, three days that might be two or three years to accomplish the same thing after things happen, whatever it's going to be. One thing I tell you is going back to the soil. And that's why we say you can't do that overnight. But you can buy your miraculous magical rounds. You have that. You have some ability. But that's not your saving grace. Is getting your food from your ground to your mouth as quickly as you can. It's outlined in the Corona Vision booklet. Get it. Order that for everybody in your parish. Don't be embarrassed talking about these things. Jonah ran out of Nineveh got ate by a whale, spit back on the land, and he had to go back and tell everybody. Why do you think he didn't want to go to Nineveh and stay in 40 days more, Nineveh would be no more? 
The reason he didn't want to, but the same reason you don't want to. Oh, don't give me your Virgin Mary stuff. Don't give me this stuff of the woman of chapter 12, Revelation, with the moon under her feet, 12 stars about her head. Don't worry about if they accept you. They didn't all accept Jonah, but the king did, and they changed. And when the secrets come, those who reject you, they're going to remember you were the person that spoke about the Virgin Mary. They'll be coming to you. Your goal is not to be successful, because that's you. It's God's grace. But you're the messenger. You're Jonah. You need to say, everything's falling apart. It's coming down. And most people will agree with you. But you need to interject our lady. Don't tippy-toe about her. The secrets are going to prove her existence for Protestants to Muslims to Hindus to everybody across the world. They're going to realize the mother has a world. You don't be silent. I've caught the fires of hell for what I do, but I never have backed down. Where's that lady put us? Nobody's speaking about Medjugorje like this. You go find anybody out there to say what we'll say. And we say it because we live this. We are sinners and we're worse than anybody out there. Because much is given, much is expected. So we can't live up to the great grace we have with our lady. The things she does to the day. Today she did things for us. Her efficacy has come to life here in this community. Because we live for her. And we live in her messages. And we see her mother efficacy acting on our behalf. You may have natural gas coming to your house. But if it's not turned on, you're not able to use it to heat and cook in your house. you got to turn on the messages and put it in life. We've done that. We've done that for 34 years. And when people walk here on this ground, whether they're a vendor, whether they know nothing about us, are moved profoundly. Everyone that comes here leaves here in deep thought and deep conviction. What is the period that we're in now? What is the schedule of Our Lady's plans that she has for the world? I had been praying decades to put a cross on the mountain here. Even wrote a letter back in 1993 for that to happen. And it's been a battle. It was a fight constantly for it to happen. I was given permission to do it. Then it was taken away. As years passed by, one by one, and the decades come forward, to 2013, finally was got the permission to do it. Erecting this cross was a battle. It's very difficult. Many problems popped up. When the footer was poured and everybody was gone, I prayed. As I stepped toward the trail to go down the mountain, a lady put in my heart the words for the soul of America. And she put in my heart at the same time why she told me that. And I went back and got a piece of rebar and wrote that in the foundation. Because this cross was for the soul of America. That was 2013. Our materials go across the world. And we hear people all over the place many times are famous, using our verbiage and echoing what we put out. That was written in 2013. Biden is for abortion. 
as vice president, Biden was for abominable unions, even attending and mastering the ceremonies. A wicked thing. So what does Satan does? He mimics God. Whatever God says, he says. So recently, Biden said he wrote an article of the battle for the soul of America. That was 2017. I wrote it in the foundation 2013. And that came from the light. But there again, Satan takes the same words for the darkness. Because Satan mimics God. Remember the devil was in the desert with Jesus quoting scriptures. Turn it to his advantage. So if there's a battle for the soul of America, and we built this cross for the soul of America, not to be symbolic, but with real life grace to convert people, and the center point, ground zero, for the healing of America, where Our Lady had given a message July 3rd, 2012, when we consecrated America, Our Lady said, form and make prayer groups, through which we will pray for your healing, and for the healing of this nation to draw closer to God and to me. This was the words where she said, for this nation, she was in the field in Alabama. The Alabama's in the United States of America. She said, this nation, nobody has received this out of the Medjugorje messages anywhere in the world. That's after four consecrations starting in 2008 when Our Lady was here where we consecrated in her presence in front of her while she's appearing. And it resulted in having the rights to build the cross. Granted from heaven. Because I was told that cross will never be built. But it happened. Why is this important? Biden just chose his candidate for his running mate as vice president. And it's Kamala Harris. A woman who has displayed many things of darkness. Biden is already excommunicated out of the church, not officially by the bishops, but by his own actions. It's valid. So he mimics the verbiage at the cross, saying he wrote that in 2017, which is four years after it was written on the cross. So we claim this whole nation for Our Lady. And now the devil is claiming it for himself. And it's really amazing in the last few days, their motto is exactly these words for darkness and keep America in the hands of darkness. You're going to hear Biden and you're going to hear Kamala Harris both saying these words. I wrote a piece for Atlantic Magazine and said we're in a battle for the soul of America. And folks, we are. This election is different than any you participated in, no matter how old or young you are. It isn't just policies or agendas that are at stake. It's the soul of this country. The character of our people. No, it really is. The entire idea of America is on the line with this president. We are in a battle for the soul of the nation. Everything that's made America, America is at stake. Limited to four years, history will treat this as an aberration. But if there's eight years of this administration, I think it will forever and fundamentally change the character and the trajectory of this nation. Evoking Charlottesville, Biden said that this election amounted to, in his words, 
a battle for the soul of America. He said there were, quote, some very fine people on both sides. Very fine people on both sides? With those words, the President of the United States assigned a moral equivalence between those spreading hate and those of the courage to stand against it. And in that moment, I knew the threat to this nation was unlike any I had ever seen in my lifetime. Few years do not represent who we are or who we aspire to be. Joe likes to say that character is on the ballot, and it's true. When he saw what happened in Charlottesville three years ago today, he knew we were in a battle for the soul of our nation. And together with your help, that's a battle we will win. This really is a battle for the soul of America. The question is what kind of America are we going to be? What kind of land are we going to give to our children and to their children? You just heard Biden say both sides. Both means one side and another side. He says one side spreads hate, the other side stands against hate. We have the light and the dark, two opposing sides. How did we get here? There is a great struggle for America between the light and the dark that will change the whole world. It is defined by heaven. When Our Lady said, August 2nd, 1981, a great struggle is about to unfold, a struggle between my son and Satan. Human souls are at stake. This is interpreted real clearly. God wants souls and Satan wants souls. There it is again, both sides. Our Lady began talking to everybody. She gave the messages. People went more to the light. People went more to the dark, to the decades. And now there's a great separation. We were all amalgamated in a lot of ways in 1981. The decades followed 1991, 2001, 2011. And now here we are at 2020 with a great separation. And it's very clear compared to what it was in 1981. Everybody's been pushed in one side to the other. In 2017, I was asked to do a writing for the school year, which I do every single year. They give me only a few words by the theme, and I just pray and write. The following is called, Separation is Good. And when this was written, there was no vision to see the circumstances now. But when you hear this... Keep in mind, it was written in 2017. It describes perfectly our situation now. The first step seeds division, a breaking apart of many fractions and ways. Farther and farther, they grow from each other. The Great Separation begins to build alliances with other fractions. Slowly, the Great Separation begins to unite multiple groups to outpower other groups. The group fractions unite under the principle they must gravitate toward, involuntarily joining together to become more powerful. 
they become more one in propagating what they represent. From hundreds of different group fractions, separation begins to diminish their numbers. Unity of purpose begins to form these many bodies into lesser and lesser group fractions. The inescapable principle unwritten, always active, moves everything towards a destination they know not. Yet they know and feel its time begins to arrive. The moment comes out of hundreds when the great division whittles down to only two groups. Two fractions of which the inescapable principle delivers them to. Welcomed or unwelcomed, it arrives. The side of light, the side of darkness, love versus hate. This principle throughout history, time and again, goes around and comes around to divide and unite men. Never in history are there so many numbers of people who will be crushed, pushed, forced into two opposing groups. A time of the witnessing of both groups, whose stars will show their light or darkness to attract and complete the separation for unity. One will lose, one will prevail. The one who appears to be the weakest will grow to be the strongest and will win. There will arise a new people, a new world, a new kingdom, confounding all those in the dark, because darkness had the power to bring them before the assembly and have them martyred, both in life and by death. Yet they will grow into a kingdom, not out of armies and boundaries of land, a passing into the courts of the kingdom of the earth, unencumbered. Their belief will spread like air everywhere, unstoppable. These people will be in every breath one takes and consume the whole world. Our Lady's plans develop not by blueprints, rather by boots on the ground. Cognition of real-life experiences will bring about a time, a time of Mary, transitioning at this moment to a time of choice, a time of election, a time of selection. Choice, election, selection. These three elements that bring about the unity are brought down to two groups, both sides knowing who will win this battle. The nation of the boot, who arose and was empowered, who was the greatest in the world, fell not by the sword, but by the heart. The seeds of division, brought to Rome by only a few, began the separation. The Roman Empire, by the middle of the first century, consists of 1,000 Christians. The Roman Empire, around 100 AD, consisted of 7,500 Christians. By 300 AD, there were 6 million Christians. By 350 AD, the Roman Empire of 60 million consisted of 33 million Christians. The blood of the people of the cross, of the country of the boot, 
its Gentiles became with all its growing branches across the world, united to the vine, gave life, and dominated and conquered the Roman Empire. Its tree produced a fruit of division that united the world before and will now again in this time achieve the same. What is martyrdom? It is defined by witness, answered by the call to separate for unity, following the heritage of the country of the boot, the people of the boot, asked into being by the lady of this time. You are chosen. You are elected. You are selected. You are the Caritas community. Elected to change the whole world. By the call in that faithful month of October. Witness by your life. A friend of Medjugorje, September 28, 2017 AD. Closing, the finality, the last stage shall be on. In that amphitheater, a spiritual history of the apparitions of the Virgin Mary, we're on a stage of the great epic battle, the final battle to the Virgin Mary and the serpent and the crushing of his head, defined by August 2nd, 1981, that a great struggle is about to unfold between my son and Satan. Human souls are at stake, and we're at the pivotal point of the baton being passed of destinies from Satan to the time of the century of the Virgin Mary.
What more can be said? All is encompassed in what is happening in this time of Mary. We have everything we need to win. It's in your heart. It's in your hands. I give you my heart. I give you my hands, Our Lady says to you. We wish you a lady. We love you. Good night. The subject matter contained in this presentation is based on biblical principles and designed to give you accurate and authoritative information with regard to the subject matter covered. It is provided with the understanding that neither the presenter nor the broadcaster is engaged to render legal, accounting, or other professional advice. Since your situation is fact-dependent, you may wish to additionally seek the services of an appropriately licensed legal, accounting, real estate, or investment professional. This ends the Medjinomics broadcast with a friend of Medjugorje. These broadcasts are available as CDs, which are sent directly to your doorstep on a monthly subscription. For information, contact Caritas in the U.S. at 205-672-2000.